Good day, good day, good day, everybody. Brian here at quantlabs.net. It is April 4th, uh, 12.06 East Standard Time. Some of you may, may know or may not know that uh, Jamie Dimon, the CEO of the largest bank of uh, JP Morgan, put out a letter uh, about the banking crisis. Uh, so here it is. Um, this is on CNBC. It's getting harder to find free articles online, but CNBC is one of them. Anyways, Jamie Dimon, this is a headline. Jamie Dimon says the banking crisis is not over and will cause repercussions for years to come. Um, so leading into the article, uh, the stress of the financial sector caused by two bank failures in the U.S. is still a threat addressed by reimagining of the regulatory process. So this is in quotes now. As I write this letter, the current crisis is not yet over, and even when it is behind us, there will be re repercussions from it for years to come. Uh, and this is an annual letter he sent out today. Uh, but importantly, the recent events are nothing like what occurred during the 2008 uh, financial crisis. So, uh, he's referring, obviously, to the collapse of the Silicon uh, Valley Valley Bank, uh, Signature Bank, and the pretty well close demise of Credit Suisse that got taken over by UBS. And um, what uh, J.P. Morgan did was they uh, took steps to put in and protect $30 billion deposits at First Republic. <clears throat> and, and this is another regional bank that investors fear could become the next SVB. Now you gotta remember when SVB and signature banks failed in the States, there were second and third highest uh, bank collapses yet. And uh, that's showing you the magnitude of the situation. Uh, plus going on in this article, um, stress of the national banks has led investors and analysts to suggest that the too big to fail institutions would be, would be a beneficiary of the crisis. Of course, because it consolidates the power of large banks like J.P. Morgan that uh, Diamond is, is uh, CEO of, wants to strengthen the smaller banks for the benefit of the whole financial system. One thing to learn about Wall Street is a lot of them, high percentage of them are all about money, power, and not really about the little people. And um, do you really trust this guy? Remember in the 08 crisis when he was crying that he wanted a bigger office? And I'm not sure if he wanted a raise while everything else was melting down around him. That's the person you're dealing with here. Continuing along, uh, any crisis that damages Americans' trust in their banks damages all banks. No guff. A fact that was known even before the crisis. While it is true that this bank crisis benefited large banks due to the inflow of depositors they received from smaller institutions, the notion that this meltdown was good for them in a way is absurd. Um, from what I understand, I could be wrong on this, but uh, one of the videos I watched said that uh, uh, that uh, the chairman, one of the upper management in SVB was also on the board of directors over in the San Francisco Fed. And he also sold his shares a week before, or a good chunk of his shares a week before the collapse. So don't tell me that there's no 
insider trading there and yet there's no uh investigation nothing coming out of it so these these really elites and and uh even politically minded i'm not going to go into it well they're both left and right are both corrupt so it doesn't really make a difference but it does show you the hypocrisy and then that's been like that for a long long time we're going decades back but the problem is when the little people suffer i think that the bank should have collapsed should have not bailed out the depositors uh, especially if there are corporations i mean as i said there was signs out there in one of my past podcasts that the bank stock was on major decline over the last year or two and nobody does anything about it and if, if you don't see that in your deposits or not safe you don't see that well you should let the uh free markets take control and right now uh one of them i think it was eb tucker or i'm not sure who it was but said that we do have a state controlled economy now where when this if this collapse happens that they will pick and choose who will bail out, bail out because a very good point was if this was a large farmers bank in the midwest of the u.s would they get rescued with the would the depositors get rescued? Most likely not. So you can see the hypocrisy there when it comes all, it's it's the venture capitalists and the West Coast or California wealthy. That's who we're saving here. And from what I understand, also Chinese companies as well. Recent failures of the um, uh, SVB in the US, Credit Suisse in Europe, they related stress in the banking system underscore that simply satisfact satisfying regulatory requirements is not sufficient risks are abundant and managing those risks require constant and vigilant vigilant security scrutiny is as the world evolves so yeah we've proven that the gumbos over in the central federal or the federal reserve central banks are that gumbos um there was definitely insider hoots going on on the san francisco fed it's absolutely in my mind very disgusting um with the u.s banking and the banking system to allow that one thing i can say about canada even though i've got my big beefs with canada i do think that canada is probably one of the safest most conservative banking industries in the world and i do feel fairly confident about my bank and savings even though it's not as 250 uh, with the FDIC, and they don't even have that. I, I, I remember hearing they only have $180 billion to cover in that fund, and that's paid out by the banks, and they only have $180 billion to cover. So um, they won't cover everybody. But here in Canada, as I said, we have $60,000 insurance um, by the government. So the first 60K after that, you're not short. So everybody's putting their money into the, uh, their, if they have 250 and beyond, they put that into their, into their uh, mark, uh, money markets. And uh, I guess that's where it goes. So regarding the bank failures, a lot of it has to do with the debts, the stresses, the crypto industry went through it as well, as you know, um, and a lot of fraud as well. We know that as well. Uh, this, is an, this does not absolve banking management. It just makes clear that this was the finest hour for many players. All of these, Colliding factors became critically important when the marketplace rate rating agencies and depositors focused on them. Um, he said that regulation should be less academic, more collaborative. 
you call it what you want, it's a complete joke um, and, and complete failure at all angles. The worst for me is when that evil witch, Janet Yellen, said, yes, uh, inflation is transitory, inflation is transitory while it's actually happening. And uh, that was for a year. Nothing, uh, nothing was done about it, and she still has a job. So you tell me if you really believe your bank, your central bankers of the Treasury and the Federal Reserve. Um, so then he talks about climate and AI. Um, let's see here. Diamond said that there need to be an urgency at many different levels to speed the development of green technology, raising, permitting, reform, and eminent domain as two areas to consider. When I look at California and the weird weather they're getting, and I'm seeing headlines of weird weather we're getting, we are getting weird weather. I mean, there's no doubt about it. So I think that there's legitimacy there on the climate. Um, just the way they go in about it is like as if we're going to die uh, over the next three days because it's going to rain. I think that's too hyper. To expedite process, governments, business, and non-governmental organizations need to align across a series of practical policy changes that comprehensively address fundamental issues that are holding us back. I'll agree with that. Um, so he talks about the open chat, GPT, AI in production, but stress the importance of being careful with this technology. There's actually people pushing this. The futurists are really pushing this stuff. Um, I played with the chat, sorry, the Bing chat. I find it kind of worthless. Um, it half the half the questions are not answered because it doesn't feel like answering them. So I don't know what to, you know, those kind of tools are not very useful for me. I, I mean, OpenAI might be a different one with the chat GPT on there. Um, but there's also, I'm finding there's a lot of, definitely a lot of bias in these things as well. Anyways, this is what uh, Diamond says. Take responsible use of AI very seriously and have an interdisciplinary team of ethicists helping us prevent unattended misuse and anticipation regulation and promote trust with our clients, customers, and communities. Uh, when you see headlines of uh, that chat GPT will lay off X amount of percent of uh, people in the economy, that's something to worry about. But again, this is progress, no different than people uh, with their horse and buggy. And along comes the Model T from uh, Ford, and it replaces all the house and, uh, ho uh, horse and buggy, and we progress and we move on. But this is a little different where it does literally replace careers. I mean, I think there will be new careers that come out of it, uh, but will they be as lucrative and the demand? Da, 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 I don't know. Um Shareholder letter comes after a rough year for markets with major U.S. averages dropping in the bear markets in 2022. Uh, Diamond called it a challenging year for the world, citing the war in UK, Ukraine and rising geopolitical tension with China. Uh, it's somewhat surprisingly strong for J.P. Morgan. Bank stock fell 15% during the calendar, but generating more than $37 in net income. Uh, that's really hurt. Anyways, what uh, is going to happen, I think, uh, behind all of this is that um, we will see a, a major consolidation of the banking industry in the U.S. Maybe, I don't know, 10 banks, six banks. I, I don't know the industry that well down there. Um, but you got to remember the history of why there's so many thousands of banks in the U.S. When you watch your country and Western movies of the seven, uh, 1800s, 
little towns that were sprite, sprouting out everywhere in the U.S. and the, in the West Coast and the Midwest. Each town, as they were developing, had a bank. So each bank had their own bank. Towns got bigger. There's some consolidation. And they just developed into thousands and thousands of banks throughout the Midwest and regional. That's just the history of the development of the country. Uh, so over time, uh, you know, things evolved. But I think over time, as things will most likely, and I don't like saying this, will most likely consolidate into a very small set of banks. Just look at the Davos crowd. Who's going to that? If you ever are interested, look at the Bilderberg crowd. You might you might laugh at that. That's real. Uh, there are corporations that go to this. See who goes there. And uh, you'll see the small amount of banks. I can say the same thing about crypto. I can say the same thing about certain uh, big tech companies uh, that are all about surveillance, all about AI. And um, you watch. And now, I mean, at a higher level, China's getting in that game and they're going to eventually become the new Davos. And we just don't know what's going on because when you look at the last uh, conference they had, I'm not sure if I talked about it, but it did happen. So there's going to be major consolidation. A lot of it's going to be most likely driven indirectly by China. When you look at the de-dollarization and the quick deal-making that China is making with, with Brazil, Saudi, uh, maybe India. I, I don't know. I, I've heard yes and no on India. Indonesia is another big one that people don't know about. And um, these are all the natural resources that fall and align with China and what China is about. So, yeah, you watch China and the U.S. It's going to get very interesting, but it's all about consolidating. And who knows? There's That's why you're starting to see news about the central bank uh, digital currencies as well. Anyways, I'm going to end it there. But this letter is, there's a lot of validity in what he's saying. But again, don't trust him. He's one of those big, big, big bankers. He's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. A lot of these people, like Putin, will say things and do the opposite in secret. So we'll leave it at that. Again, if you like this sort of stuff, go to quantlabs.net slash banking. Preserve your wealth. Learn about what crypto offers you. And uh, we're starting to get more involved as uh, I'm starting to look at um, TradingView. 175 million people. This thing takes live orders now. It's becoming now a really fully-fledged trading platform along with a social and uh, kind of like a seeking alpha as well. So we're going to test that out, see how it goes. And we might start, you might start hearing me on my blog or uh, email talk about that. All right, we shall talk to you later, but uh, always quantlabs.net slash banking. Have yourselves a good day.